to the Heavy Pages podcast, a space for women struggling with an unwanted separation or divorce. I'm Josie, your host, a separation survival coach, creator of the From Devastated to Divorce program, a mother of two, and a survivor of my own unwanted separation and divorce. My mission is to help you avoid some of the pitfalls that extended my journey of growth and healing and to provide you with tips and tools that will help get you to a place of acceptance and empowerment. Because sometimes the pages of life can be heavy, but you don't have to turn them alone. Hello, and welcome back to another journal entry episode. I hope you're doing well. I hope life is treating you great. And I hope you're ready to hear another journal entry. And this one is going to be for Thursday, November 25th. Happy Thanksgiving! Well, here I am, early on Thanksgiving Day. I can't sleep because I got a few things on my mind and I would like to get them off my chest. Well, about Mario, how are things going with him? Well, very slow. Is that good? I bet it is, but I still don't like it much. What's going on? Well, we had plans to meet on Tuesday of this week, and he did not call me until 10 p.m. I was very unhappy, partly because he really has not been calling me as much as I would like him to, to begin with. Okay, so I was not happy when he finally called, and so I told him so. I told him we had a date, and I was not happy that he stood me up and he said he forgot. I do not know that that made me feel any better and I told him so. And he went on and told me that things are crazy with him. He's a bit stressed and flustered with the people living at his place and having all of this stuff clogging his space. And he is having issues with the trucks and a driver. So he has a lot on his mind. Okay, I see all of that. But he also told me that this is very abnormal and that he does want to see me and get to know me better. And he does want to spend time with me and that it sucks that this is going on right when we first met, but that this is not the norm. And once it is all getting back to normal, I will see. How do I feel about that? Well, I like him and I also want to get to know more about him. So I am willing to wait it out. I don't want to be a demanding and complainer girl that he decides is not worth his time. And I do not say that just for him, but because I also do not want to be that way. The problem today is, well, when we talked on Tuesday night, he was like, I have to go, but I will call you tomorrow night. And you guessed it. He did not call. Okay, so I was sad and he did not call, but it was no biggie. I want to talk to him. So I called him, but he did not answer and never called me back. Okay, so how do I feel about that? Well, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. I want to say, well, he must have gotten more busy or more stressed and a phone call was the last thing on his mind. Should that upset me? I guess not. I know he has a lot going on and maybe he is one of those people that is very focused under pressure and is... And it's not that he does not want to see me, but just has so much other stuff to deal with. Okay, but now today is Thursday and Thanksgiving. I do not know what his plans are, but I would hope that a call to me would be in there someplace. I really want to see him again, and I do not have my son this weekend. So it would work out great if his friends go back to Miami for the holiday weekend and we can have some time to ourselves. And if not, then we can at least go out somewhere. So here's my dilemma. 
I feel like if he does not call me by later tonight that I will call him and see about plans for tomorrow or Saturday. And am I being too much of a chaser? I feel like the answer is yes. And then I wonder, well, should I just go after what I want? Or is it more like you're forcing things to happen? I do not want to be bored at home this weekend. I do want to see him. So this is what I will do. If he does not call by 9 p.m., I will call him. But I really hope that he calls me so I do not even have to deal with that. But there it is. I will call him. So if he answers and I get to talk to him, I will see about making plans to see him this weekend. If he does not respond favorably about plans for this weekend, then I will not be upset, but I will know that this is best to just leave him and this relationship alone. That will be my final test. And by alone, I mean I will not make any more efforts to see him or talk to him. It will all be up to him. If he wants to call me, he will need to. And if he wants to see me, he will need to do something about it. I will not write him off, but I will just move forward and not think about him. That is the same thing I will do if he does not answer my call. I plan on having a nice Thanksgiving with my sister and her husband's family. I am not feeling sad or anything like that so far. I'm glad that I stopped talking so much to Guy almost a month ago. I think it helps me to be stronger now. I did not ask him what his plans are. I feel like not wanting to know because if he has none, I will feel bad. And if he has some with a chick, I will feel bad too. The only thing I did feel a bit bad about and makes me feel a bit sad and my eyes water was that for the most part Thanksgiving was at my house. Mom, my brother, my grandfather would come and we would all be together. Wow, when I think about it, the only one missing this year is Guy. Anyway, I would cook the turkey and I can almost know I can close my eyes and be right back there. I would put the turkey to cook at 7 p.m. and by 3 a.m. I could smell it. The smell of turkey would make me wake up and then it would feel like the holidays. That memory makes me want to cry. I mean, I have a lump in my throat now just thinking about it. But you know, it has nothing to do with Guy. It has to do with my home, with comfort, with the life I had just 12 months ago, it's pretty crazy, but I feel like I'm moving along pretty well. And next year, I will have the same smell again because I will make the turkey again at my place. And that will be fine. So there is that. And I hope that we all have a good Thanksgiving and that all goes well. And I do have a lot to be thankful for. You would not think I could say that after the year I've had, but there it is. Here are some on my list. My son. No matter what, Guy was worth it just for my son. My health. That I will be done with school very soon and that I have done well and stuck to it. That I am stronger. That I have hope. That I have a family to help me through this. That I have come out learning a lot and hopefully will learn more. Happy Thanksgiving. Wow. The last part of that journal entry was inspiring and uplifting, and it makes me happy to see. I honestly, I'm going to say I don't remember cooking turkey because I don't like turkey. I always make pernil, which is um, the Puerto Rican equivalent, which is um, pork, the pork roast. That's what I do now in my new life. I don't make turkey. I don't know how long it's been 
that I've made turkey. And if I had to guess, it probably was uh, right around the time of that journal entry. But I, I'm happy to read that I had so much to be thankful for and recognizing how much had gone on because we're still in year one. We're still in month. You know, the journals started in February. I think our breakup was in February or early March. So yeah, less than a year. And um, I think that I'm moving along well. I, I think I'm healing. It's a slow process, but it's happening. And, and I see it, you know, more and more in these letters. So that I'm proud of that. I'm really proud of what I'm saying. And I understand how I feel about, you know, it's Chris, it's, it's the holidays. Of course, the holidays are going to be hard. And of course, like I mentioned, you know, we did a lot of the activities at my house because as you all know, I loved my house. It was a big house. It held a lot of people. It was a great place. And, um, we had a lot of get togethers and, and memories there. And so this was going to be the first year that we didn't do it at my house and it was going to be hard, but I was not bummed about it. It was a holiday and I was not bummed. And I'm, I'm so happy about that. Okay. Let's talk about Mario. <laughs> It's cringy to read this a little bit because I don't know what I don't know what I was seeing in him. Honestly, it was I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated about this part. I'm embarrassed about this part again. I'm kind of having flashbacks to um, Nolo. If you listen to, you know, season I think it was in season one that I I met up with the first person that I dated after Guy and. That was a disaster. And what am I doing? Why am I accepting crumbs? And the way I justify it to myself, well, shouldn't I just go for what I want? I'm just just being assertive and going for what I want. I'm calling him, but that's not making me needy or desperate. That's just me being assertive because if I want something, I'm going to go for it. You know, in theory, this is a great idea. In theory, yes, go for it, man. If you know you want something, you go for it. But also, dude, have some self-respect. He is not calling you. Yes, the excuse that he gave about being busy, it's busy season, obviously, it's Thanksgiving, he's trying to get a business off the ground, all of that makes sense. But what I needed to do, what I would do now, what a more secure in myself person would do now is say, you know what, you can reach out to me in the new year when all of this is, um, you know, when things have settled, because right now I'm just in a holding pattern for you. And I'm worth more than that. And I don't want to just sit around. And so instead of expecting you to call me and being disappointed, instead of waiting around for you to call me, instead of me calling you and you not answering, I am going to just cut things off, reach back out in the new year. If, if I'm still available, I'm still available. If I'm not, then it wasn't meant to be. That is the mentality that I should have had. I was chasing. I was looking for someone to fill a void. I was taking crumbs. I don't know what I even liked about him because I don't really remember conversations that we had. He was just a warm body that was giving me attention. And that is the bottom of the barrel. That is, did I say giving me attention? I'm sorry. Let me, let me clarify because he wasn't even giving me attention. He was somebody that was ignoring me basically, or, you know, giving me 
putting me in the priority where he, he was putting me on his priority list where he thought I belonged and that was not very high. And I needed to recognize that and I needed to accept that and I needed to internalize that. And then I needed to stop talking to him, stop reaching out for him, stop giving him chances. Ugh. You know, the one thing that I will say that I'm glad that I didn't do was that he called me at 10 p.m. and I didn't pack my shit and go over there. I'm glad that I said, listen, I'm not happy about what you're doing. I don't appreciate this. I'm feeling bad. I'm feeling used. I'm feeling whatever I said to him. I'm glad I at least said that. But he gave me a little sob story and I, I ran with it. That I'm not happy about. Again, what can I do? It's a learning experience. I'm still learning. I'm still, like I said, within X amount of months of actually just being broken up with. So I'm still fragile. I'm still rebuilding. So I'm not going to give my poor self a super hard time. So that is what I have to say about this episode. I appreciate you taking the time to listen and I hope to catch you on the next one. Bye for now. Well, that's going to be it for this episode. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can always find me on Instagram at heavy underscore pages underscore podcast. And if you found this episode interesting, please consider clicking on that five star rating and following so you are notified when the next episode drops. As always, thank you for listening and remember, sometimes the pages of life can be heavy, but you don't have to turn them alone.